0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Tentative end to writer's strike. This deal, the guild told its members, is exceptional. Facing possible government shutdown. The only solution will be one where both sides come together. Flooding from Ophelia. I told my kids I got to get a kayak or a boat to get out of here. Good morning, I'm Steve Kaffin. With the CBS World News Roundup, there's a tentative deal in Hollywood to end the nearly five-month-old writer's strike. Here's CBS's Elise Preston. In a joint statement, the WGA and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers said they've reached a tentative agreement for a new three-year contract. Hollywood is breathing a huge sigh of relief. Matthew Bellany is a founding partner of Puck Puck News. While the details of the agreement are officially still under wraps while the contract is finalized, Bellini says he's learned the writers are getting significantly more than what the studios were offering before the strike. They made gains on AI. They got protections against their work being used in AI models. They also made gains on minimum staffing. This is the number of writers that are contractually required to be used on a TV show. While striking actors are expected to use the WGA agreement as a template, they face some significantly different hurdles. President Biden is set to to go to Detroit tomorrow to show support for striking auto workers. Jeff Gilbert of affiliate WWJ is following this labor dispute. Ford now has a ratified deal in Canada and has made enough progress in the U.S. that the UAW spared it from the strike's recent expansion. Despite common ground on cost of living and job security, there's work to do on other issues like wages and pensions. No word how much progress was made in talks over the weekend. And in Washington, Correspondent Nancy Cortes tells us a possible government shutdown looms if Congress doesn't work things out by next weekend. There is no doubt in my mind that the country is headed for a shutdown. A band of far-right Republicans argued this weekend that a government shutdown might be the only way to force Congress to spend less. This dysfunctional Washington cannot continue. Congress now has just five days to either pass 12 annual bills to fund the government or pass a short-term fix. But that small group of conservatives is threatening Kevin McCarthy's speakership if he tries to work with Democrats to fund the government temporarily. It's the only way to break the fever and liberate ourselves from this out-of-control spending. The funding fight is creating clear division within the GOP. Plenty of rain and flooding over the weekend from North Carolina on up to the Northeast because of tropical storm Ophelia. CBS's Errol Barnett. Up to five feet of storm surge swept through the town of Belhaven, North Carolina, about 60 miles from where Ophelia made landfall, tearing through homes and reaching the tops of fire hydrants. This storm has just hit us perfectly coming in. In Raleigh, North Carolina, more than 40 wrecks were reported after the storm flooded roads. Thought it was an earthquake. Paul Kimmel says he and his family were trapped inside their New Jersey home after a tree fell on their house. The steps were blocked, the whole roof caved in. They were forced to climb out a window to escape, and his oldest daughter was injured. Now to Hawaii, CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti has returned to Maui to check on wildfire victims who've gone back to Lahaina. It's been nearly seven weeks since... Since the Pegdilao family has walked around their hometown of Lahaina. Their painful first steps were made here at this memorial to pay respect to their patriarch, Pablo Pegdilao III, another name added to a long row of crosses. A lot of us have not actually been able to come back. To see someone go in an unexpected way, it kind of hurts. Painful memories like this await many families who will be returning to what's left of their homes in Lahaina this week. <laughs> The community gathered Sunday night to discuss recovery efforts. Cami Furtado was among those present. Uh, The sock store, the ice cream store. Furtado is a sixth generation Lahainen whose family owned about a dozen historic buildings on French Street. Is it your family's commitment that you're going to keep this in the family instead of selling it off to some big developer? We That's our intent, is to rebuild. Ukraine's President Zelensky says today Abrams tanks have arrived in the country from the U.S. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using rocket money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com/wondery. That's rocketmoney.com/wondery. rocketmoney.com/wondery. After a 7-year mission, a space capsule carrying NASA's first asteroid samples landed yesterday in the Utah desert. NASA's Lori Glaze says the mothership that released the capsules already targeted another asteroid these types of samples, they are truly the gifts that keep on giving. They are a treasure, and this mission of Cyrus Rex is kicking off a decade of sample return. More Democrats have called on New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez to resign following his indictment on bribery charges last week. New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on Face the Nation. The standard of dignity that we want to maintain for the public in the United States Congress, I do believe it is in, in the best interests. Congressman Andy Kim says he'll run against Menendez in New Jersey's Democratic primary for Senate next year. Mexico says it will begin deporting migrants who are waiting in the northern part of the country to enter the U.S. It's a movement to ease strain at the border. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez has been covering the crisis. In Eagle Pass, Texas, men, women, and children arrived by the hundreds. Gracias a Dios, estamos aquí. Thank God we're here, says this man from Venezuela. El Paso's mayor expected another 2,000 migrants. The city of El Paso only has so many resources, and we have come to... But we look at a breaking point right now. More than 7 million Venezuelans have left their homeland in recent years, many heading to Central and North America. That presents a unique challenge, says Ruben Garcia, who runs an El Paso shelter. We do not have diplomatic relations between the United States and Venezuela, and so you cannot deport Venezuelanos. Back to Venezuela. One week before his 99th birthday, former President Carter made a public appearance and a woman captured it on video. The video has more than 2 million views. The black SUV carrying the nearly 99 year old former president slowly moving down Main Street during the Plains Peanut Festival. Erica Williams was waiting for her daughter who was in the parade. I didn't happen to have my camera ready. She feels she captured history. I mean, I got really excited. I teared up, I have to admit. This is the first time the former president has been seen in public since entering hospice care in February. His wife, Rosalyn, announced a dementia diagnosis in May. Jonathan O'Brien for CBS News, Atlanta. A founding member of a 1960s folk rock sensation has died. And windy has eyes. The association announced on the group's Facebook page 83-year-old Terry Kirkman died over the weekend. He wrote a number of hits, including one that became a huge wedding favorite. Kirkman said it baffled him because Cherish was actually about love lost. He left the band in 1972, then rejoined when they reunited in 1979, but left for good in the mid-80s to become a drug counselor for artists in recovery. His wife tells the L.A. Times Kirkman died from congestive heart failure. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. For the third straight week, the Nun 2 topped the weekend box office. Expendables flopped in a second-place debut. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, Dee Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.